0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. Hope you had a great holiday for those of you in the United States of America that celebrated uh, Thanksgiving Pilgrims. Hope you enjoyed yourself. I hope it was great. Uh, This uh, show is brought to you by GorseNexus.com and, of course, our partner, Fairly Decent Golf. Please check both of them out. Check out, especially what Bobby's up to, uh, growing the brand, doing a fantastic job. TikTok, Instagram. Uh, Check out what Bobby's doing. Love you, pal. Uh, Keep up the great work. Love the videos. Uh, just a good guy, a good dad who's uh, making his way in the golf game and making fun content and videos for everybody. And he also has a big cartel store. He just did a fundraiser for breast cancer. Uh, anytime you see something like that, even if you can't donate, all you need to do is hit the share button. I appreciate Lexi doing the share uh, and trying to just uh, you know spread the word. And it was great. I believe Bobby met his goal, so that's good. So uh, big week uh, for those of us who only had to work three days it was fantastic. Uh but speaking of Thanksgiving, Lewis Black kinda hits it on the head. Uh this one really made me laugh a lot, so hopefully you will laugh at it too. Lewis Black talking about vegans and uh and uh the holidays. So let's let's have let's uh roll that beautiful footage here, if you don't mind. Sure. Please.
1: Stand by one second. Like
0: oh we had it for a minute
1: well because it's you know not i have to like start it and then so i'm sorry
2: that's okay here we go shit into thanksgiving fuck you fuck you and your tofurky fuck you It's about the gravy boat, it's about fucking ham, it's about turkey, it's about if you're lucky you get a big fucking slab of roast beef too, and you can take your goddamn vegan shit and go to the porch and sit in the cold. (laughs) A friend of mine who actually uh, stopped this year was actually had friends who came over who did, who wanted vegan and friends and had to do two separate meals, one for the vegans. I said, what the fuck is the matter with you? Just fucking throw a couple of dirty radishes at them and tell them to shut the fuck up. (laughs) You get it the rest of the year. It's literally like Halloween. Halloween is a children's holiday. They get to do it. We don't get to do it. This is a fucking, this is a meat eater's holiday. It's not, it's not a vegetarian holiday. Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you and your fucking vegetable fucking bullshit. Okay? I agree. There are those of us. Who love me? I love we will you. soon die, and you can play in the garden all day long. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's
0: all she wrote. Uh, Professor Lewis Black uh, hitting you with the uh, with the good shit. Dude,
1: I love him. Like he did this skit this skit one time, and it, it was talking talking about like how um, dumb we must be because of how they're putting nutritional facts on the back of water now, and he's like. Who everybody knows that there's zero calories and zero fat and water. Who is this for? Where's the water with the fat in it? Because that's the good kind of water. That's the shit that I want to eat. And he's like, We're they just think we're all walking around. We're all just meat with eyes. And like I always use that terminology because there are so many things that I have to do that are redundant, mm-hmm. but it's because I literally work with people who are meat with eyes. So I have to, and I'm like, you know, when somebody's like, why are you doing it? Like that? because meet with eyes is what I tell them. And they look at me they don't know what I'm talking about because they're not, you know, obviously hip to the jive like I am. So obviously, yeah, I think it's funny.
0: <laughs> meet uh, with eyes. Meet with eyes. I do like that. The whole, you know, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, It's just, it, it's powerful. Like your toe, what is it? Uh, So tofu turkey or whatever the, like, get the, go sit on the porch in the cold. (laughs) That that brought a lot of joy to my heart. Um, So anyway, I hope you guys' uh, holiday was great. A couple of, since this is, uh, and by the way, if you haven't subscribed to the Substack, please do so. Uh, But it's uh, it's called Lake Erie Currents. Check that out. Speaking of Lake Erie Currents and keeping it local in this area before we go national or international. Uh, let's talk about what's going on. This is a story that Angel and I have been wanting to talk about for a while, and we keep putting it off or we forget about it. This is in Akron, Ohio, not Akron, New York, which is give me a, fu- give me a fucking break. Ak- Akron, New York, whatever, okay? Pronounce it differently, okay? Put an E at the end of it. I mean, there's one. There's one city of hate, and it belongs here in the state of Ohio. Thank you very little. This is very interesting so those of you uh, on the family Facebook know that I like to go and uh, I like to take my dog down to Cascade Cascade Metro Park um, along the towpath. I like to hike that Angel's been down there. it's beautiful next to the little Cuyahoga River. Uh, my dog's a huge fan of it um, I, I just I enjoy it it's a, it's a very nice it's a, you know it's a decent one too because if you start at Memorial Parkway and you go all the way down the valley, uh, that's four, I think that's almost four miles. So back and forth is pretty good. And in the winter, it's much better because the heat is not uh, is not a factor and the bugs are not a factor. Also another thing, the people who are uh, on the trail, there's fewer of them because they, you know, now you'll still have the folks that jog and you'll see people riding their bikes and stuff, but there's portions of this thing that's really dangerous like um there's a uh, there's a wood portion of the trail like it it stops the actual trail and you have to take like wood bridges wooden bridges over um swamp areas and stuff like that when it snows or you get a little bit of ice that son of a bitch will send you for a ride let me tell you right now don't walk in the middle i and and before someone, well you know you don't have the right shoes let me tell you something neighbor, I certainly did. I had non-slips. I I was wearing Vans, I've done Doc Martens. You still go for a ride on this son of a bitch. There's absolutely no stopping you. For whatever re- and of course they're not going to assault it. So you just you have to walk daintily and we're
1: in for it.
0: Yeah, and when the dog is pulling you because he has four legs and he has these super evolved little paws that stick to everything and he doesn't do he doesn't do the scurry on it. He's he's got grip and he's moving. You're moving too, but you're not moving the way you want to. Um, the one thing I've discovered too is when you fall as you get older, now I understand what splitting your ball bag is all about. You're straining your fucking hamstring. Like when I, would, when I fell down <laughs> – hold on.
1: I'll wait for you to finish, but I have a good story about falling down.
0: When I fell down as a kid, like even when I played hockey and I got beat up and I got checked into the boards, shit really didn't hurt. It really didn't hurt, or if I slipped and fell – you know, it was just like, damn, I ripped my pants. Now when I fall, shit hurts and it hurts a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck, man? I got to stretch before I take the dog out. I just pulled a hamstring, just sliding on a bit of black ice in the park at four o'clock in the morning when I'm walking the dog. What's your story?
1: Okay. So I actually have two, but one the, the most recent one was I had to go back inside the house for something. And there's like a little, you know, porch step stoop to get into my house. And I'm like, you know, just walking like a regular person. And I have like sandals on. It's summertime, you know, whatever. And like I'm getting ready to go back inside because I forgot. I don't even know what I was going inside for, but I forgot something. And I tripped over the front stoop and I fell face just down onto the ground. And I just laid there. Cause it hurts so Ugh. bad. Cause I wasn't expecting it. And I tried to catch myself, but I couldn't like, cause it just happened all so fast and it was like, Oh, and you know, like I landed, like, luckily, like my, I think my boobs took the majority of the fall cause like I didn't hit my face or, you that know, but it was just good like, either, though. it was just like front, just, you know, just imagine right. like a plank just going and I just laid there and I was like, Oh, <laughs> so then I get up and you know, I'm fine, whatever. Um, The time before that, when I fell, I was walking in the park and I was walking around this man-made pond that's very small, but it's in between, I guess, what you would call, would you call it a gully, like a, a valley, whatever? Sure. Like, there's like.
0: A downward slope.
1: Hills, right? And it's all like dirt and fucking trees. So like, of course, like it just comes down and there's like, you know, silt and mud. and Yes. You know, so as you're walking, again, wearing sandals, I'm walking. And I... Summertime you know, again. Summertime again. Summertime at, again. After a rain. And I just hit this one fucking spot just right. And I slip and, like, I try to catch myself, and I do for a second, but, like, then my other foot slips, and I just fall straight backwards, like, the opposite direction on my ass. Yeah. And right into the fucking mud, okay? Luckily for me, I was able, I had, like, a over, you know, jacket on so I could tie it around my waist because it literally looked like I had diarrhea myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Embarrassing.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. I hear you. I hear you, and everybody has that moment. In fact, uh, Kennedy made me spit out my soda at friends' friends' giving dinner when he talked about eating shit in front of the Polsky Building in downtown Akron on one of those fucking scooters. <laughs> I lost it. I spit Coca Cola all over my dinner. Like I, I lost it. I wasn't expecting that. Um and you know just the noises that people make when they you're like off. oh you're like, ur, ur, you know or I if do you get... my
1: very best not to make the noise but this last time it was it was unavoidable.
0: <laughs> not, not, not the noises that I make, I go because <gasps> I'm like, is this going to be the one that rips my ball bag? I'm like, it becomes a moment of terror. I'm like, <gasps> <sighs> so uh yeah, so it's no good, no good at all. Um. But anyway, getting back to the Little Cuyahoga River real quick. So there's an ongoing project um, down there where uh, folks that are from the area that know about Cuyahoga Falls and the Gorge Dam, that is being uh, gotten rid of. Yeah. So here, the removal of one of the last dams on the Cuyahoga River is in sight. And the first step in the process may begin near month's end. Is a former dump off Peck Road in Akron. It's to be cleared for disposal of tons of toxic sentiment. Sediment, not sentimentality. There's plenty of toxic sentimentality, but this is sediment. The dam that has hidden the river's stream bed for more than a century is tentatively planned for removal by 2026, although permits for the latter phases of the project remain under review. Cuyahoga Falls Mayor Don Walters, a real piece of shit, and Acker Mayor Don Horrigan, a real big piece of shit. Mm hmm. Uh, of a two hour presentation of the project Monday before a crowd of around 300 people at the Cuyahoga Falls Natatorium. A coalition of nonprofit city, county, state, and federal partners dubbed Free the Falls outlined progress for the years long initiative to restore the Cuyahoga River to its natural state. That's not a problem. We don't have a problem with the river being in its natural state at all. Right. Already five dams built on the river the past 100 plus years have been taken out a 60 foot tall, 420 foot wide gorge dam is the last to be removed downstream of the Lake Rockwell Dam in Portage County, the Lake Rockwell Dam and its reservoir located 57 miles upriver from Lake Erie's primary source, or excuse me, is in fact a primary source of the water of the city of Akron. Built in 1911 to fuel a hydroelectric plant that ceased operations decades ago. The gorge dam contains a buildup of sediment containing residue from times when the river was treated as an open sewer for both human and industrial waste. Angel, do you remember swimming at the gorge?
1: I didn't swim at the gorge, but what I did was, you know how like it had the waterfall there? Absolutely. Okay, so like back in the day when I was a kid, um, you could like walk straight up to the waterfall, like the erosion wasn't clear as bad as it is now like so many years have passed like they actually have like a little deck area now like that a wooden deck that you walk out to like you can't just walk down and like believe it or not it actually wasn't really muddy right there at the times that we would go because we would go in the summertime like and I'm talking about like the dog days of summer like July-ish you know
0: yeah August too yeah
1: yeah and so like You know, we would go there and you could go behind the waterfall. There was like this little like area like behind the waterfall because it was all cement, you know, because it's a dam, whatever. Yeah. And like you could sit back there and like, you know, you would get a little bit wet, of course, but like you could actually just sit back there and watch the waterfall over. Yep. And like we would, you know, play in the waterfall and like we would like throw moss at each other because like moss would be growing on like the you know the dam floor i guess is what you would call it like Mm -hmm. where the water would go down and like we would just pull off the the moss and we would throw it at each other and like we'd like sometimes we'd pretend it was seaweed or something and like you know just funny kid stuff like sure you know and like we just like stood in that area and just like you know kind of would like splash each other and like but there was no actual swimming
0: free fun though
1: yeah free fun
0: yeah so the key contaminants are lead cadmium polynuclear aromatic hydrocarbons and pesticides polynuclear aromatic hydrocarbons are from incomplete combustion of oil and coal walters touted the project's eventual recreational benefits while Horrigan said the project will return the river to its previous glory Corrigan also described Akron's work to upgrade its sewer system to eliminate fecal discharge into the Cuyahoga Ugh. when heavy rains overwhelm the city's wastewater treatment plants. <laughs> I love Akron. It's caught co- it cost $730 million so far in sewer work to reduce the overflow. As an estimated one million cubic yards of sediment from behind the dam will be removed with bucket dredges. Then piped to its final resting place at the Chuckery area of the Cascade Valley Metro Park. Yeah,
1: like it's really fucking stupid what they're doing. Like it doesn't. The Chuckery's make, nice, but it doesn't make any sense. The moving. sediment is still there.
0: It's just another part of Cascade, and it's
1: just gonna go back into where it fucking came from, and into the water table and everything else. Like these people are just—I don't understand it.
0: Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm not happy with this. They either.
1: may as well just leave it there.
0: But I've walked my dog at the Chuckery.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's a nice area.
0: I just I don't like it when that like we we are very fortunate in this area to have so many nice metro parks, whether it be in Summit County or even Cuyahoga the Cuyahoga County. Yeah, we have a lot of nice parks, and we have the Cuyahoga Valley National Forest, which is a treasure, an absolute treasure. Lots of cool places to hike, lots of cool places to get lost in. Um, I don't like it when anything toxic that that shit should be put in a fucking nuclear dump and buried with, uh, whatever, uh, concrete, it shouldn't be transferred from one portion of the city to another portion of the city still in the cascade neighborhood. It's job or the neighborhood of the park rather. It's just, it's when I saw that I'm like, so we're just moving the problem from one area to the other side of the road, essentially. We're just we're just crossing the road.
1: Right. We're just going to
0: dump it over there. We're just we're not going to only like get rid of it, get rid of it. But we're just we're moving it. So you're not really getting rid of it. You're just transferring the problem. Right. Okay. So we're upgrading the problem. Um, again, no problem with the river returning to its natural state as it should be. Uh, we're totally fine with that. The, uh, Little Cuyahoga. We love the Cuyahoga. It's fantastic. It's a good place to walk your walk your pet and hang out and just you know enjoy it it really is nice yeah it is is. um so anybody who messes with it is uh, an enemy of the people in my opinion okay so the property owned by the city of akron is about one mile west of the dam site and lies east off the Cuyahoga river peck road the mechanical dredges as opposed to hydraulic dredges will take the sediment to the site of the former gorge power station on the east bank of the river just upstreet from the front street Bridge. At the site, the sediment will be partially dewatered and the resulting effluent treated. The semi-fluid sediment will then be pumped through a two-mile tube along the high bridge trail into the chuckery area for final disposal. At the final disposal site, it will be mixed with cement to make it more solid. But it's still toxic and in the area, not happy with it, but whatever. There's nothing that we can do about it, I guess.
1: (laughs) it's been there for years. So why? I mean, like I get what they're trying to do because like, they're going to drudge it all up. Right. Cause it sediment means it's sitting right? right. And it's like, you know, settled. So like they're drudging it all up and they don't want that highly toxic, whatever going into like the, the water stream, like full blast, I guess.
0: Yeah, I guess, uh, you know, again, I'm not thrilled with this whole situation. Um, you know, I. I don't know the where it com- the where everything is like coming together. The Chuckery area is basically in the area where the Little Cuyahoga and the and the regular Cuyahoga meet. It's 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 strange. It, it I don't think that's a good spot for it in the Cascade. Yeah. Um. I'm not happy about this, but I guess we uh we weren't asked, <laughs> and the, and that's where they're gonna put it. So. We'll just go fuck ourselves. Thank you very much. City of Akron and the city of Cuyahoga Falls.
1: You know, whatever. More
0: of the same. More of the same. So thank you for that. Now, getting something, getting into something that I wanted to talk to you folks about. So one of the things that, by the way, that just happened recently. No, not the thing that we've been talking about over and over again in one of the Substack articles is about marijuana. Which many of you enjoy, and I'm very happy that you enjoy it. I've never met a pothead that wanted to start a fight, unless they were on other drugs. uh, But marijuana by themselves are pretty relaxed and groovy people. Again, you you get to do what you want to do. However, federal law does require a choice. You can either have a gun or you can have marijuana. Let's get into the discussion here. For Vera Cooper, the time had come to buy a gun. In her mid-70s at the time and widowed several years earlier she was already feeling vulnerable living by herself then came the tipping point the plumbing business that miss that miss cooper owns in the florida panhandle had to fire a worker and he stormed out of the office threatening vengeance at a nearby gun store she settled on a 22 caliber pistol that felt good in my hand not enough but whatever it's better than nothing then came the problem. A question on the firearm transaction form she was required to complete asked whether she was an unlawful user of marijuana or any other drug categorized by the federal government as controlled substance. Ms. Cooper is, a reg- is registered in Florida's medical marijuana program and relies on the drug to ease her chronic knee pain and sleeplessness. She answered the query accordingly and was told that as long as she held a marijuana card, buying a gun was not possible. I'd feel safer with a gun she said but without marijuana before bed she couldn't sleep anyway it's a tough choice there are relatively few limitations at the federal level on who's eligible to purchase or possess firearms and ammunition the national background check system looks for issues like criminal conviction mental health problems dishonorable military discharge unlawful immigration status or domestic violence restraining order but even as growing numbers of states have legalized marijuana either for recreational or medical use Participating in a state's medical marijuana system remains a barrier to gun ownership. The issue in shaping up is shaping up to be one of the next legal frontiers in the national debate over gun policy, as courts around the country are asked to determine whether the long standing federal restrictions on marijuana users conflicts with the Second Amendment gun rights. Medical Marijuana is now legal in 38 states, including the District of Columbia and four U.S. territories and more than 3.5 million people are enrolled in state programs to use to help with seizures, post-traumatic stress disorders, multiple sclerosis, Crohn's disease, pain and other conditions. The constellation of, medical, of medicinal users, however, is certainly much larger since several states, including California, do not require registration and two dozen states have also legalized recreational marijuana. The drug remains technically illegal under federal law, which classifies as having no currently accepted medical use. One of the places the restriction is being enforced is in firearm shops. Users like Miss Cooper say the situation is depriving them of their constitutional right to own a gun. I agree. There have not been many prosecutions for lying about marijuana on a gun form or for being caught with possessing both, but the penalties can be stiff. Knowingly making a false statement on the document, for instance, is a felony punishable by ten years in prison and fines. The Borough of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives, also known as modern day red coat terrorist scum has continued to issued warnings that possessing a gun as a marijuana user, either for medical or recreational purposes, is a serious crime. Hunter Biden, the president's son, was targeted under the law in September when he was indicted for lying about his crack cocaine addiction when he bought a gun in 2018. What we have been seeing are dilemmas in which people who may benefit from medical marijuana, which in many cases has been recommended by a doctor are forced to choose between effective health care and their gun rights said Howard S Wolf, a former ATF supervisor who consults on federal firearms policy for a law firm near Philadelphia. Ladies and gentlemen, real quick. I know that um you sign up for the medical card you're trying to do the right thing. I'm going to encourage you to not to do the right thing. Don't register, don't say shit, have somebody else do it for you that doesn't have firearms so you could defend yourself. We shouldn't even have this fucking conversation. But we're having this conversation. It is appalling. It's unconstitutional. It's reckless. Uh, and the fact that the ATF, of course, has to be involved in something, you know it's not going to be a good outcome for regular people like yourselves. It never is when they're involved. Yeah. They're a terrorist organization. They're a pack of murdering scum. And they shouldn't be able to tell you that you can't take. If you, if you have a prescription for Oxy, okay, which we've talked about ad nauseum, it's synthetic heroin. You have a prescription bottle of heroin, also called oxycontin or any oxycodone. You can still carry, possess and carry a firearm. Right. That's fine. If you have a prescription for amphetamines, legal speed, you can possess and carry a firearm. But marijuana users who have, haven't been a, f- a threat to anybody except maybe the snack aisle at your local 7-Eleven or Wawa or Big Bird or wherever the fuck sheets wherever you go to stack to, to stock up with your munchy stuff, they're the they're a threat to donuts. They're a threat to cheeseburgers. They're not a threat to other people. Marijuana users are not going out of their way trying to do, have a massacre. Okay? No. Crack cocaine, that's a problem. I think we can all agree on that. And by the way, remind me to talk about Channel 5 and what Ray turned me on to. Remind me about that. Okay. That's next. What we have been seeing is a dilemma. But gun sales have been particularly robust over the past several years, with about 16.4 million sold last year. That is a rookie number, my fellow Americans. Step your game up. According to the National Shooting Sports Foundation, a firearms industry trade group, As more people look to guns as a means for self-defense. That's literally their intent. Kevin Sabit, president of Smart Approaches to Marijuana, a group that opposes legalization, said it is prudent to prohibit both medical and recreational marijuana users from having firearms. Hey Kevin, suck my ass. Stronger strains of marijuana with higher levels of psychoactive component THC than in decades past, as well as potent products like concentrates and edibles have adverse effects that result in violent behavior Mr Sabat said this is a man who knows nothing I yeah. want you to know that we cannot keep viewing marijuana through the lens of Cheech and Chong because today's marijuana can cause extreme paranoia delusions and psychosis the mixture of weed and guns is a dangerous combination once again Mr Sabat knows fuck all anything okay he shouldn't even be taken seriously Critics of the prohibition argue that marijuana generally has a mellowing effect. While by contrast, alcohol has a documented role in fueling aggressive behavior. This is beyond confirmed.
1: May, may I raise my hand for a second? You may. So, um, I don't know about anybody else, but my experiences when I have, um, smoked marijuana, mm-hmm. um, like i don't want to be doing things like shooting guns or um i just like enjoy to sit down and relax um maybe have some snacks maybe have something to drink maybe listen to some music like to me like if i'm going to be handling a firearm it is because i am now doing target practice right and I need to be able to focus and I need to be able to and like loud noises are amplified even like more when you're, you know, in my opinion, anyway, using um, marijuana. Okay. So um, now it's been a very, very, very long time since I've used marijuana, but it is not something that um I would use and then go ahead and. Just drive around or you know like i'm I don't get the connection that people are making with it what is what do guns have to do with marijuana? what do guns have to do with alcohol, what do guns have to do with methamphetamine? What do guns have to do with crack cocaine? Yeah, you can be on all of those things and possess a firearm. And yeah, you could commit a crime if you wanted to, Mm -hmm. you could be violent if you wanted to. But what's the connection with gun violence and marijuana?
0: Again, I, I, I understand what you're saying. I could make a case and I would make a case that people who are using crack that people are using any kind of methamphetamine or amphetamine. Uh, and But alcohol, man, like alcohol is, I think, more of a bane on human existence than the poppy.
1: Dude, like alcohol makes me like completely fucking numbed out, dude. Like whenever I've like drank, like my I'm like numb, you mm-hmm. know, like and I'm talking about drinking to the point of, OK, if I'm drinking to the point of being silly, and I might grab a firearm, which would never fucking happen because that's not me. Right. That's not who I am. That's not my personality. I don't roll that way. But let's just say, like, I've, you know, I'm fucking drunk off my ass. Like, you know, what? what's the phrase? Two sheets under the wind or five sheets. Three un- sheets. Whatever. Yeah. Many See, sheets. I don't, many sheets, right? Many so, sheets. So, like, I'm fucking drunk off my ass. Like, I'm pretty sure... I'm not going to go grab a firearm like never, ever wanted to. I'm all about like, I want to dance and have fun. And if I'm not dancing and having fun, then I want to go to sleep. The same thing with weed. I want to go to sleep. If I'm not being entertained, if I'm not actively doing something, the drug that I'm on, whether it be alcohol or weed, marijuana, whatever you want to call it. It makes me want to go to sleep. I don't know. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm not thinking. Oh, I can't wait to get a hold of a gun and
0: <laughs> right. Let's get stoned and shoot the place like,
1: up. Like I'm, I'm straight. Like I'm, you know, trying to kick it with my friends.
0: Right. No, I understand. Um, and no, I don't know anybody that smokes reefer that was like, you know what? I'm going to get aggressive here. <laughs> you know, I could potentially be a threat with a firearm. Again, those other substances. That's a different story. And remind me to talk about Channel Five here. So in 2016, the U.S. uh, Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit, Big Shock, held that a Nevada woman was not allowed to purchase a gun since she held a state-issued medical marijuana card, even though she had claimed that she did not actually use the drug. Most recently, challengers to the marijuana gun prohibition have had some success in the courts, chiefly as a result of the United States Supreme Court's decision last year that struck down a New York law to place strict limits on carrying guns outside the home. The court ruled that the gun laws must be consistent with the nation's historical tradition of firearm regulation. Based on that standard, federal judges in Oklahoma and Texas, as well as the U.S. Court of Appeal to the Fifth Circuit in New Orleans, found that blocking people who use marijuana from possessing firearms is a violation of their Second Amendment rights. You're starting to see cracks in the dam, said William Hall, a lawyer representing Ms. Cooper and two other Florida residents in the lawsuit against the Justice Department. The case in Oklahoma, which has legalized medical marijuana but allows no recreational use, started with Jared Har- Harrison, excuse me, who was driving to work at a marijuana dispensary when he was pulled over for a traffic violation in 2022. Police officers found a loaded revolver or marijuana in his car. Mr. Harrison, who told them he did not have it, who did not have a medical card, was arrested and ultimately indicted by a federal grand jury for possessing a firearm while being an unlawful user of marijuana. Judge weirich of the u.s district court for the western district of oklahoma dismissed the case in february writing that the federal law takes a sledgehammer to the right of an arm of right of armed self-defense he contended that the use of marijuana was not a violent forceful or threatening act nor did it carry any of the characteristics that the nation's history and tradition of firearm regulation supports prosecutors said that they have appealed the judge's ruling the prosecutors can suck my balls in Florida, Miss Cooper's legal challenge last year was led by Nikki Freed, the chair of the state Democratic Party, Gross, who was then Florida's agricultural commissioner, it was dismissed by a federal judge, but federal appeals court heard oral arguments on an appeal last month. Miss Freed, who did not run for re-election, is no longer a, part, a party to the lawsuit. Those opposed to the federal ban say it encourages people to purchase weapons or marijuana in illicit markets. Duh! Or to lie on federal forms about their marijuana use it certainly sets per- perverse incentives said matthew uh la Rosary, a gun gun rights uh, lawyer who has represented medical marijuana patients in virginia pay attention folks you got.
1: i'm listening in the big
0: va we know you folks down there the mother of a six-year-old boy who was shot and seriously wounded his first grade teacher in a classroom was sentenced on November 15th to 21 months in prison on federal charges of using marijuana while owning a firearm her child used and for making false statements about her drug use when she bought the weapon. Barring marijuana users and others from possessing guns dates back to the Gun Control Act of 1968, passed during a period of high-profile political assassinations across the country. But the number of people identified with a drug, with a drug conflict a conflict is quite small in 2022 a report by the u.s sentencing commission found that while the overwhelming majority of firearm offenders were in categories prohibited from owning guns you don't fucking say so mm. about five percent of those restricted lot were illegal drug users or were addicted to controlled substances at the time of their offenses some states have had to tr- have tried to deal with the prohibition by affirming the gun rights of marijuana users although such measures measures cannot prevent federal prosecutions and remains a crime under various state laws to carry a firearm while under the influence those states uh while those states cannot control the federal background check requirement the state's medical marijuana programs generally do not ask card applicants whether they own a gun that uh, that creates an opportunity for people to buy a gun first and then obtain a marijuana card Don Spencer president of the Oklahoma Second Amendment Association said he provides this advice you better acquire all the firearms you want before you apply for that marijuana card. Yes, Don, I agree. I agree. So therefore, technically, you're not lying, right? I mean, if that's what we're going to play this stupid game. Yeah. Um, and the feds know that shit. They, they know. I mean, they're just looking for an opportunity to get a hold of you. That's all. Uh, in, a large, in a largely cash industry that is vulnerable to robberies, the issue of carrying firearms is seen as potentially critical. Designated medical marijuana caregivers who help register patients, acquire, and use marijuana, are not subject to the same firearm restrictions as their patients, as long as the caregivers are not users themselves, according to a 2019 FBI memo on enforcement of the law. So, be aware, those of you across the fruited plain, Hawaii. We're not talking about you because I mean you can't. I mean. You probably can't even own a fucking 22 single shot cricket to go uh not even squirrel hunting to go to the range you probably can't own anything um it's a weird place it's an island in the middle well, it's a collection of islands in the middle of nowhere an archipelago if you will i've been there it's very nice but i wouldn't live there um and uh those of you in alaska doesn't have this problem i don't think alaska doesn't give a fuck about what anybody has to say they can see russia from their house and the lower 48 you guys be careful out there know what they're trying to bust you with Mm -hmm. okay know what they're trying to use against you and yes i would fully advocate for you purchasing your marijuana from the streets that requires no background check that requires no application fee and is cash 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 Hell, your plug might even accept venmo or the cash app either way keep your transactions off the books and i'm not going to encourage people to lie on a federal form but i'm going to encourage them to follow their conscience do what you think is right for you. That being said, and I am telling the truth right now. That being said, I want to talk to you about something real quick. And shout out to Ray for turning me on to this Channel 5 business. It's a channel on YouTubes. Okay? I didn't know what to expect, Okay, but it definitely pushed me more right wing than I've ever been pushed in the last six months. This guy, it used to be, I think Ray could correct me uh if i'm wrong i um i I believe he used to be called all gas no brakes i think that's what he used to be called is now channel five okay goes to the city of san francisco used to be one of the gems of this country okay named for saint francis uh by the spanish spanish picked out beautiful names for california um like los angeles and los (laughs) angeles And the San Diego Mm -hmm. Sacramento to be named after the sacrament. So he's in San Francisco folks. I've said many times that I favor legalization of everything. Okay. I don't know how I feel about that anymore. I watched this gentleman who has no agenda, but just wants to show the truth of what's going on in San Francisco Little children, and I mean little children, walking to school, stepping over junkies, walking past junkies who are shooting up fentanyl. Yeah. I don't think that be, should be something that happens on the streets. No,
1: no, absolutely not.
0: Okay. I, I, you, can, you can revoke my liberty card right now. Uh, I don't give a fuck. Um, that's, that's, a, that, that's preposterous. The, the kids shouldn't be exposed to shit like that. We're talking about little guys, man. We're talking about elementary school kids. They shouldn't be exposed to that shit. Okay. It's killing people all over the place and walking past junkies. I'm sorry, folks. You could tell me that, you know, your cousin, Frank's sister that used to live under the bridge has been very nice and she doesn't bother anybody. But uh, I don't I wouldn't trust anybody that is not of a sound mind around children sober or not. Okay. Um, This shit shouldn't be happening in the streets. Okay. It turned me into a different person. It reminded me of Kensington Avenue, and Angel's the one who turned me on to Kensington Avenue several years ago. Yeah. And we watched one person. Um, she sent me a video. This person is so doped up, like they had open wounds in their legs and they had maggots mm-hmm. in their in their wounds. Yeah. Uh from the decaying flesh, uh, from using uh fentanyl and car fentanyl.
1: Um, well, now it's now on the streets it's called Trank um and it's stronger i think or it's like mixed with fentanyl or carfentanil um and basically it, narcan doesn't work on it because it's like a animal tranquilizer Yeah. um so there's that that's going on um let me see if i can find Trank drug
0: yeah, I'm curious to see cuz I I thought it was carfentanil that was the problem, but apparently that's not the case.
1: It's called xylazine. Um zylazine. also known as trank. It's a non-opioid sedative analgesic yeah. medication that is largely mixed into a adulterated and used as an additive with other opioid substances like heroin. Um Fentanyl and cocaine. Blending Trank helps to bulk up and or boost or mimic the effects of these drugs. As a matter of fact, Trank is now found up in up to 15% of fentanyl tests. But exposure to this mix of chemicals can have dangerous, potentially life-threatening effects on your health. It can cause such horrific wounds, uh, necrotic skin ulcers on your skin that is being, it's also being dubbed a zombie drug. Here's everything you need to know about Trank and its effects. Tranks was first made in 1962 by Bayer Healthcare Pharmaceuticals. It was designed to be used as a central nervous system depressant. Veterinarians use this regularly to tranquilize, sedate, relieve pain, or as a muscle relaxant for animals like dogs, cats, and horses. It is not FDA approved for use in humans. It's typically sold as a clear liquid. In animals, the drugs kick into effect in just a few minutes and can last up to four hours and is sold under the brand name Anacid, uh, Kerosene, Rompun, and Cetazine. Uh, It is not a federally controlled substance. This means it's not deemed illegal to use by itself under federal law. You can get it with a veterinarian's prescription, uh, but some Laws are evolving to, you know, make it illegal, blah blah blah, blah blah, 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 blah sure. da, speedball, yada 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 yada. Um so it basically fucks you up because you're not supposed to fucking use it. You're not supposed to like mix it in and fucking shoot the shit up. Like um the gashes can show up on a different part of your body, regardless of where you puncture your skin with Trank.
0: How strange. Wow. Okay.
1: So I don't really know, like, there, I mean, this is a long article. Um,
0: no, but we get the point here. This is. Um,
1: yeah, it's called Xylazine, uh, X-Y-L-A-Z-I-N-E, um, also known as Trank, T-R-A-N-Q. T-R-A-N-Q.
0: To give some of you some perspective, I have a very close friend of mine who is a recovering heroin addict, not a pill popper, an actual H-Train addict, and he shook it, uh, he uh, went to Narcotics Anonymous, got clean, been clean from it for, I don't know, over a decade now, well over a decade. Um, he told me, and for those of us that don't mess with this stuff, and um it's it's like a different we might as well be exploring an entirely different galaxy. He told me that if, if word on the street was that something was going around killing people the the users would work twice as hard to find where that supply was because they 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 were like that's good shit if it can kill you
1: yeah um let me go to the YouTube page here for the um
0: I don't know if there's anything on this planet that would ever make me behave that way. And I guess that's the brain altering capabilities is such an addiction to where you're like, Hey man, there's good shit on the stream. It's killing people. Let's find it and let's spike up and let's see what it's all about. It's very scary. Uh, it's very scary. Now, what are you trying to find right now?
1: Um, so I was going to try to find this, um, I can't remember the name of the the guy who does it. Um, so I was just typing in Kensington. Um,
0: okay. Well, I mean, there's a lot of Kensington videos. I don't know if you're going to be able to find Yeah,
1: them. but I usually see by his face. Um,
0: okay. All right. Well, I'll continue on for the moment then while you're searching for this. So... I don't know if anybody heard of this guy here's a tantric yoga guru uh his name is uh gregorian biv Bivolaru from romania <laughs> he-
1: okay I've, i'm sorry i found it okay
0: all right and then so i'll, continue I'll just on. show
1: you this really quick so i watch this guy it's called aml films um he goes out and he actually like helps these people Um, But here is, you know, one of these people that are on heroin, Trank, out on the streets. Um, He goes out and he films these people every day, um, just going out into the world, um, you know, seeing what this drug does to people. And there's a video of it. With her specifically where like her like skin is like rotten or whatever, but like you can see all of these videos. Um And she goes on to explain that, like the drugs in the hospitals can't touch the drugs that are on the streets, so mm-hmm. when she's in the hospital because she's fucked up because of whatever infection or whatever is going on the pain medicine that they're giving to her isn't touching her pain because she gets better drugs on the fucking street like that's how fucked up this shit is like i don't know um i can't seem to find the video but yeah so it's like uh aml is the um tag on youtube aml films and it's crazy like the shit that like he records in the streets like just walking up and down the streets it's like it's nuts but he actually helps these people like he um gets donations and stuff and uh takes everything to them like food and like clothing and you know gift cards and stuff like that and you know helps them out on the streets so okay yeah
0: yeah i think well i mean i'm grateful that he's doing trying to help them um basically i i don't know that's people living like With a legitimate death sentence hanging over their heads because they're just one good spike away from checking out. It's crazy. So yeah, so a a yoga guru accused of running an international tantric sex slave ring, using mental manipulation to eliminate consent, has been arrested in a massive raid spanning Paris and southern France. This dude, uh, Gregorian, was arrested along forty others in a vast police operation involving one hundred and seventy-five cops that caught various alleged senior members of the suspected sect he ran across dozens of countries, notably Romania, Sweden, and France. Police say they freed twenty six women, several of whom were allegedly held against their will by the network called Movement for Spiritual Integration into the Absolute Miso. The group, which is believed to have several hundred members, runs several yoga schools and related operations. It is claimed to have organized orgies in the Guru's honor and forced followers under its sway to partake in commercial pornography to fund the organization. The arrest in Paris, uh Seine-en-Marne, val de and Alps-Maritime areas followed a probe into the suspected sect launched by Paris prosecutors in July. A suspicion of kidnapping, rape, people trafficking, and abuse of weakness abuse of weakness and organized gang by members of sect the investigation followed a complaint by france's human rights league a human rights ngo after it received a statement from 12 MISA members allegedly widespread abuse judiciary source said MISA, which became known as Atman after its expansion beyond romania allegedly taught tantric yoga with the aim of conditioning victims to accept sexual relations via mental manipulation techniques which sought to eliminate any notion of consent women were encouraged to accept sexual relations with the group's leader and to agree to participate in free paying pornography practices in france and abroad in 2016 one of his victims agnes arabella marquet who had a relationship with gregorian when she was 15 claimed the guru insisted that having sex with him would raise her spiritual level there's one solution to this problem folks and that's putting up these people against the wall and killing them shooting them judiciously okay judge swings a hammer down and says you're to be executed and they take you out to the courtyard and they fucking shoot them that's how that's how this this is appalling and i always wonder what kind of people get sucked into this thing but there really is a sucker born every minute people are looking for meaning in their life or perhaps a lot of these girls had no fucking idea what they're getting involved 15 years old 15 15 years old
1: I don't even know what to say.
0: You should be shot.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's it's fucking disgusting. It's
0: disgusting. And I, I'm, I'm sick of it. And there needs to be something needs to be done here. I don't want to end it on a negative note because I've given you plenty of negatives today. However, I have some good news. Maybe your moment of happiness and joy while you're listening to the show. Now, while these folks may be replaced by other assholes, inevitably, the House of Representant of these United States of America Mm -hmm. set to lose 375 years of congressional experience as 30 members have announced their departures. Why don't you divide that number? In fact, why don't we go ahead and take that number right now and tell you what that is per person? They've been in there for a while. 375 divided by, not multiplied, 375 divided by 30. It's about 12 and a half years of experience between 30 members. 12 and a half years, and the terms in the House of Representatives are two years. A lot of reelecting going on. Yeah. 30 members of the House of Representant have announced they won't be running for re-election. By the time they leave, they have collectively spent around 375 years in the House. 375 years too many 19 of the 30 are Democrats shame for shame mm-hmm. when the 118th Congress concludes in January this will happen as of Monday 30 members of the House of representing each with an average of about 12 years or six terms in office said they will not run for reelection 19 of them are Democrats and 11 caucus with the Republican Party nearly half of those leaving 14 in total so far are doing so for uh doing so to run for a seat in the senate or trying to lead their states as governors or attorneys general among the group running for senate include the prominent uh representative california Rosa katie porter adam schiff he's a douchebag and barbara lee by the time they leave the house the trio will have accumulated uh served accumulation of 57 years served representing their uh their districts According to the poll released in mid-November by Emerson College, Schiff currently holds a small lead in the race. Each of these three candidates still has a fair shot at pulling away with the lead. At 39% of respondents said they were still undecided with just about a year left until the 2024 Election. Hmm. At least four House members have, decided, have cited a desire to spend more time with family as the reason they're leaving office. As nourishing as this job has been, for their wallet it has come with profound cost to my family democratic representative Derek kilmer said in early november every, every theatrical performance and musical recital i missed every family dinner that i wasn't there for the distance i felt from my family for months after the events of january 6th oh my god save us the 9-11 of progressives My, i can't believe that actually went in here i, I can't believe that I am conscious that I didn't always deliver in the way I wanted to and hope they will forgive me for that. And I hope they know that I was really trying my best best to make a better world for them. Republican Representative Debbie Lesko said something similar in October to post to X, also known as fucking Twitter. I want to spend more time with my husband, my 94-year-old mother, my three children, and my five grandchildren. In battle GOP, Representative George Santos who was sworn into office in january seeking so he's not running again to protect his family's privacy his announcement came immediately after a damning report was released by the house ethics committee regarding his misconduct prior to and while in office prior to the reports release he had been running a poorly funded bid for re-election an opportunity to formally expel santos would likely occur in the house this week Santos said he thinks expulsion effort will succeed, making him the sixth person to be booted from the house. Well, they have like 500 more to go and we'll be all right. Yeah. So <laughs> there's your moment of Zen. Ladies and gentlemen, there is good news. It's not the best news. Adam Schiff will continue uh, his uh, posting as uh will at least try to be Senator. Um, I mean, how is he not going to win? He's in California. These people don't. I mean, Anybody to the right of Karl Marx that stands to lose, so whatever. And this guy's a genuine shit lib. Like he is a genuine shit bag. Shit lib, dirtbag left, no good, zero out of ten. Um, so but let's just hope that they do quit. But think about I mean 375 years of congressional experience of fucking you and your ass and your paycheck and your wallet and your retirement. And wars and all sorts of fun shit. And we're supposed to feel like this is a problem. I hope the next bunch they elect are more like Matt Gatz and AOC. I want a whole house of representing one half AOC, one half Matt Gatz. That's what I want. Yeah. I want it to be ridiculous because this whole fucking shit is ridiculous. And we pay for it. And most of you fuckers still vote for these people. Oh well, you know, it's the lesser of two evils. It's the lesser of two evils. It's, you know, well, you know, the other team is evil. You're half you're halfway there. You're you're halfway there. You're you're almost right. You're almost right. So, in conclusion ladies and gentlemen, that's all we have to discuss this week back from big holiday here in the US and day. Last episode of the month of November. So, we're cruising our way into December. And the year's almost out, and then we'll be at the fourth anniversary of this uh, rudderless ship as it drifts across the sea, being pushed by the wind and the waves. Um,
1: and that's the way we like it.
0: And that's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the way she likes it. So, and uh, that's what she said. Uh, anyway, anything else before we depart? Uh, BitChute. Don't forget the bit shoot page. I don't know what's been going on. The last couple of videos were not uploaded. We're going to work on that. Sorry about that. We'll get that up there. We do appreciate the BitChute people. Lots of views on there for a small audience. We really appreciate you folks. We really do. We appreciate our download people too. We've seen a great spike lately. We have some folks. I, we had downloads in Kazakhstan. All right. Kazakhstan. God bless. What a, what a cool thing is that? Of course, Austria and Romania, Sweden, Germany, Finland, norway i'm trying to remember everybody we still haven't gotten morocco yet we're working on that one maybe it's all the negative things i said about back, uh the, the siege of constantinople they're still upset at me but whatever y'all own it i don't know what you're mad about uh but that's all we have for this week so i'd like to thank our sponsors i paint all accidents are happy accidents team mandalore keeps cycling very weird ray Fava fine art and design from the great lakes okay and of course GorseNexus.com. don't forget about our partner Fairly decent golf, Bobby. Check him out Instagram, TikTok. Fairly decent golf. Love you, Bobby. Keep up the great work. Ladies and gentlemen, we come to the conclusion of the show. As we just mentioned, December is on its way. Please do yourself a favor. If you want to get any of that action underneath the tree, if you really want to win somebody over, the first way to do that is to not smell like a sweaty asshole. Yes. Okay? Smell good, feel good, boost your confidence. By putting some of that soap in your ass, washing your ass with Todd's Gay Soap from Akron Apothecary, please take into consideration others during the holiday season. It gets colder in this part of the world, folks. You get in a little bit tighter, huh? You know, we have a product that will fight the stink in your fat folds, under boob, belly buttons, dung ditch, ball bag. Uh, uh, what is what is it? Christopher called the grundle uh, all the good shit that we have all this we have a product that will fight the stink in your feet too don't forget to wash your feet but don't forget to wash with Todd's gay soap because Todd's gay soap is soap for that ass and I don't have a rhyme Christopher's not here I'm not going to do it for you love you guys thank you very much for tuning in appreciate you very much and don't forget to check out um, the bit shoot don't forget to check out Lake Erie Currents which is the substack. Uh, Thank you very much and support the sponsors if you can. Bye. Bye.